Hello and welcome, everybody. This is episode number two of Dole Whips and Double Doubles. We are your Double Doubles. My name is Ryan Miller from Hamilton. And right beside me is my lovely wife, Lauren. Hello. And across from us, the other half of the Double Doubles, we have Ryan and his wonderful wife, Lauren. Hello. Hello. You guys are in London. Uh, we are really excited this week. We are going to be talking about a topic that is super informative for everybody who's doing their fast pass planning um either at the 30 day mark if you're off property but the 60 day mark if you are staying at a disney resort on property uh and we're going to be talking about fast passes in our wonderful uh episode today that we've entitled don't use a fast pass on that uh things that you definitely do not need to book your fast passes for uh for those who are not really uh, sure of what fast passes are uh, in the Walt Disney World parks, you can book uh, three attractions uh, at each park uh, for your day where you have a specific time to to show up for that attraction. And it gives you an hour window to show up. Uh, each park has a different list uh, of attractions that you can use the fast passes for. And in three of the four parks, those fast passes are tiered, where you can pick one fast pass from tier one attractions and two fast passes from tier two attractions. Uh, it's a great way to kind of plan benchmarks for your day, make sure that you get on attractions and rides that you are definitely excited to, to experience. Uh, but today we're talking about fast passes that you definitely should not book. I think it's important to note, uh, fast passes can save you a ton of time. Like that's, that's a popular reason for getting a, a fast pass, right? Absolutely. Like, so you're not staying in the standby line. Right. Um, you, you actually get to go, uh, within your hour window, you show up and go through the fast pass line, which is kind of like an express to close to the front of the line, uh, where you have a minimal wait, uh, before you get so out. That, that's why there's some good choices and bad choices. Absolutely. So. So we've each come up with a couple of uh, fast pass choices that you should not be booking. Um, Lauren, why don't you start us off? So one of our traditions when we go to Magic Kingdom is to start with the Buzz Lightyear ride. So this ride is pretty fun. I recommend it highly. You sit in a little car with your partner and uh, try to shoot, um, I don't know, all the bad guys, the aliens, whatever, and get points. And uh, yeah, really fun ride. Um, but we would say you don't really need a fast pass if you start your day there and, and, and start with that ride because a lot of people go other places. So um, that's don't try and do it in the middle of the day. But if you're doing it in the middle in the morning, you're, you should be good. Yeah, I've definitely seen the weights go up uh, to close to an hour later in the day. But mm -hmm. I think you're right. I think a lot of people, if they're heading to Tomorrowland, they're going to Space Mountain first. Especially first thing in the morning. Yeah. So if you're rope dropping at Magic Kingdom... You know, a lot of people are going to head to the major, um, the major attractions. Yeah, definitely in Tomorrowland, Space Mountain. Um, but if you're heading first thing uh, to to Buzz Lightyear, honestly, even if you go to Space Mountain first and then, you know, once you're done the ride, walk mm -hmm. over to Buzz Lightyear, it's going to have a minimal wait. So you really don't need a fast pass. How for long it. do you guys find that you've waited when you've gone there first? Thing? Yeah, I was gonna say 15, 20 minutes at okay, the most. Yeah. I mean, and, and that. Again, one thing to keep in mind with with uh, the Buzz Lightyear ride is the line's constantly moving. 
So a 20 minute wait on the Buzz Lightyear ride waiting uh, feels different than for other rides where you're kind of standing and starting and standing and starting. Um, And then also the queue isn't as exciting as others. So uh, I definitely agree with Lauren. If you get there kind of first thing, uh, make it one of your first one or two rides. Uh, And yeah, the the, the wait will be minimal. And honestly, if you did it first, you could absolutely do it again with minimal weight as well. Right. And if you've got young kids, honestly, keeping score, you want to, you know, have a rematch. That's probably a good good time to do it. Yeah, and even if you uh, if you don't have young kids uh, and you can make it towards the end of the night, um, I find that by the end of the night, mm-hmm. people are still either getting set for fireworks or they're going to head to those big attractions. Still, people want to get into Space Mountain before the park closes. But Buzz Lightyear, for some reason, just uh, it doesn't have as long a wait. Sure, middle of the day, mm-hmm. uh, there's a bit of a, a wait, but there are so many other options to use your fast passes for in magic kingdom absolutely great point uh so speaking of that of using fast passes in magic kingdom mine would again would be one to not use um which would be filler magic so filler magic is a a 4d uh four-dimensional uh show and if you hear a yappy cat in the back sorry that's stanley and he's special um but uh, maybe he's just excited because we're talking about mice and ducks. But at Filler Magic, um, it's kind of uh, Donald has a mishap and, and the instruments go missing. And it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, movie shown in a giant theater um, that you really don't need a fast pass for. Uh, so definitely something to kind of consider. Uh, and a lot of the ones that we might talk about tonight are going to kind of revolve around that theme. But big theaters, big shows um, just do not need a fast pass. You're really not going to save much time because you might get to the front of that line, but you're all going to make it in anyways. Yeah, I really love PhilharMagic. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely a must do. But my goodness, if uh, I don't even know what a fast pass gets you at PhilharMagic. Is it just priority seating? I think it just gets you, yeah, you'll be first in the door. But right. I, but I mean, but first in the door usually means you have to walk all the way across the theater right. to, yeah. if you have a lot of people in behind you. <laughs> so unless there's like reserved seating in the front row or, or right in the middle, um, you know, getting a fast pass and getting in the door first is, is no help to anybody. I think yeah. I mostly see the wait time being 10 minutes Yeah, because absolutely. that's about how long the show is. So yeah. Yeah, those theaters seat a lot of people. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good show though. It I is like absolutely it. highly recommend it. You've got kids uh, under ten. It's wonderful. Um, I would yeah, absolutely. It's it it is a must do, especially on a hot summer day to kind of go into the air conditioning. Mm-hmm. It is definitely a good use of your time, just not a good use of your fast pass. Agreed. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna stay at Magic Kingdom um, in Fantasyland. Uh, I love this ride, Little Mermaid Under the Sea. I think I just always come off of it, and I always say that is just it's a beautiful ride. Great. So I love yes. it. Yeah, it is. Uh, but like Buzz Lightyear, it's continuous. Uh, those clamshells just keep going. Yeah, they call them omni movers. Yeah, and you know, once in a while, I see the the line creep up. But honestly, if you hit it early in the day, or if you monitor it um, on the app, yes, you can. I don't think we've ever waited in line. No, we've never had a fast pass. We just we, yeah. we walk on. So I think sometimes midday, uh, like Buzz Lightyear, it, it may get up there. Or holidays, those kind of busy days of where yeah. you have the overflow of people. But I think there's uh, better uses for your fast passes than on the Little Mermaid. We were just there at uh, Christmas time. It was as busy as it's ever we've ever seen it. Uh, the wait for Snow White was two plus hours right first thing in the morning. Oh, wow. We walk around the corner and walked right on to Mer- yeah. Little Mermaid. So. It does make you wonder if the proximity to Seven Doors Mine Train impacts 
right? You, where do you go first, right? You go to Seven Dwarfs, so of course, you know, Little Mermaid kind of gets left behind. And then, you know, in the middle of the day when there's, you've done all the big attractions yeah. and people kind of move over there. Uh, but yeah, totally agree. It's not, it's not your best use of a fast pass. Yep. Um, your little princess is going to get on it. I guarantee you, if you go within the first couple hours and the wait will be minimal, yep. it's constantly moving. Yeah. And I feel like even sometimes uh, if you see the wait time posted, you know, normally if it's a minimal wait, it'll say five or 10 minutes. But sometimes even if it says 20 minutes, chances are good that by the time that you've walked through the enormous queue, Absolutely. because it's such a long queue, you are going to get to the line and it is, you know, you're probably already close to walking on. So, you know, half the time half the wait time that is posted is you walking through the yeah. queue because it's, there's so many twists and turns before you uh, mm-hmm. finally get to the actual ride itself. And one thing with that queue, and I know we'll touch on that probably in, in a couple of minutes, the queue is such a fun interactive queue. We get to kind of watch little things happening that, um, and I know, uh, you know, you might want to kind of keep moving to kind of get to your ride vehicle, but if you do let a couple of people go in front of you, trust me, you're going to get on your ride very quickly. Mm-hmm. Stop and watch some of the stuff that's going on. There's like the little, it's crab. like the little crab. Yeah, a little yeah. crab. And, he's and you like, got to point at him, right? Yeah, no, you have that... to point. So he's looking oh, right. for treasure. Yes. And you have to point out the treasure. Right. And the, yes. the act, and I, I again, this is Disney magic at its finest. The act of you pointing at the treasure triggers him to go and grab the treasure and run away and run away he's so sneaky and then you've got scuttle explaining the you know the stuff going on so there's just a lot of little hidden things that take an extra five ten minutes Mm -hmm. you know get out of the sun and kind of look at that before you kind of ride uh and it just kind of extends the the experience and extends the magic there's also the uh birthday hidden mickey in that queue have you heard about this? No. So in there is like a formation of rocks outside. Yes. Okay. Yep. Where on Mickey's birthday at noon, I believe. At noon. Uh, the sun is in a spot that casts a shadow of a classic Mickey. Through it's through the rock. Through the like, rocks. So so yeah. you see a little bit of light come through, and the light that ends up on the on the yeah. ground is in the shape of a Mickey. We were a couple of years ago. We were there on that day, but it was it cloudy. was cloudy. I think there was a small little group of people kind of waiting. So we didn't see it, but uh, that was when we learned like about it. Like some Mickey groupies? Yeah. Yes. With their like, lighters yeah. out? Yeah. <laughs> and cameras, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Once yeah. in a year yeah. chance yeah. To, to take a picture yeah. of yeah. it. So just another little tidbit about that. That's- yeah. Uh, I'm going to also stay at Magic Kingdom. You know, there's a lot on the Magic Kingdom Fast Pass list. There's a lot to do there. There's there's so many attractions there, and so because of that, there are some that you don't need Fast Passes for. Uh, it's a Small World is is an attraction that is kind of a must do because it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say you have to do it more than once anytime that you're on a trip to uh, to the Magic Kingdom. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't use a fast pass for it even if the line was 20 minutes or, or around there uh, because eventually at some point in the day that line is going to break you're going to walk on in about 10 minutes and a 10 to 20 minute wait is is fine for it's a small world there are just so many other big ticket attractions at magic kingdom that you should be using your fast passes for are you guys fans of it's a small world. Do you no, avoid it? No, I yeah, absolutely avoid it. Yeah. Again, it goes back to my childhood where my mom kind of made me go on them. Yeah, you know, and it's it's beautiful. And we we did Disneyland in the summer, and it was neat to kind of see the differences. Yeah, but no, I wouldn't. And then, having yeah. said that, our little five year old loved it. Oh, she thinks it's she the greatest was thing in the world. Just, it's yes. so many dolls. Yeah, it's so many dolls. It. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um, it, lately, Magic Kingdom has uh, gotten into the act of kind of adding a little bit more. 
dolls that kind of represent yeah. different characters and stuff, right? Yeah. Which is kind of a very Disneyland thing where it's got the Anna Elsa and the Moana and all these different yeah. characters kind of portrayed. And it was um, kind of fun to try and find them. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, again, definitely a rite of passage, right? It is absolutely kind of Disney lore to do that ride, but yeah, yeah not a good fast pass use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's something about, you know, using a fast pass on that when you have things like space mountain splash mountain peter pan peter, peter pan, pan yeah. big thunder please don't wait in line for peter pan. Yeah. oh my oh goodness my uh, 70 minute wait for a two minute ride the queue yeah. is cool i'll say that but it's not worth the long line up. right no oh, it's not worth, right? no yeah. yeah that's a definite fast pass for <laughs> yeah. sure yeah. if you want to yeah. get on that yeah. uh lauren you've got another one so i'm gonna go over to epcot now and i'm gonna say you usually don't need a uh, fast pass for Nemo, the ride. Um, we love this ride. It's a lot like The Little Mermaid. Really fun. Um, great. Just right like the movie. It was a great fit to the movie. Um, and almost every time we've been there, we walk right on. There was one time where we had a huge lineup. And I don't know what went wrong. It was just... Do you think a maybe fluke. some like was something broken? Like sometimes when something. I see a ride yeah. down, you see yeah. a big influx. Like if Sorin was down, would yeah. people then run over? I wonder because yeah, I've never waited in line for that. I don't yeah. think the, we just the it, line was so long for Nemo that people were outside by the seagulls. Wow, I've never once seen that. Wow. I always wonder yeah. why is this queue so long? Like I figured it must have been There's very busy when it opened, sure. but. Yeah. Yeah, and it's long. it's a beautiful ride. The way that they do it, um, kind of projecting the images into yeah. the aquarium yeah, is I love really that. well done. Uh, even you know being able to be in the aquarium after the ride mm -hmm. ends is kind of a really neat. Well, that's the best part, isn't it? it? Is, it is. Going yeah. into the For aquarium sure. and walking around, and yeah. it's cool. We love the manatees. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it. I I really like it. I, I another thing to mention is the queue is beautiful as well. Yeah. It's really mm -hmm. well done. Yeah. Um, take a look up above your head when you're wandering through the queues because there's lots of little hidden uh, and you can actually see the beginning of the queue. You're outside above the water and underneath the queue or at the end of the queue, you're underneath the water. Yeah, they, I love they the, portray it the really lighting, well. like the, how the lighting kind of moves, like um, yeah. like the, the light is coming through the water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It's, yeah, it's really, really, nice. really well done. I think the hard part about that ride is when you, uh, it's it's very much a ride that you want to do when you're on your way to something. So if you're in Future World, you're kind of doing uh, either Spaceship Earth or or you've done Test Track. Um, maybe you're overdoing Soren, uh, doing the Land Pavilion, and you want to do Nemo kind of, and then head to the World Showcase. Yeah. And so if the line is long, you kind of have to leave it, go to the World Showcase, and maybe try to do it on your way back. But I feel like it's it's one of those rides where um, you know, as you're walking past it, you go, oh yeah, we should go yeah, on Yeah, I that. always want to do it. Yeah. yeah. I, but I don't want to wait in line and, uh, I don't want to get a fast pass for it. No. But that's one of the issues with some of these is the tiers. Sometimes you don't have a choice. Right. 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 So, uh, usually we'll opt for the living with the land or figment, figment or yes. spaceship earth yes yeah because everybody wants yeah. to ride in the big golf ball yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is not worth standing in line for no don't stand in line for that golf ball yeah yeah, yeah. that is a good use of a fast fast yes. for sure because sometimes that lineup really picks up yeah because yeah. and so this is where i think the the 
where Nemo is different is Nemo isn't on a thoroughway, right? Like yeah. it doesn't, ha- it doesn't go anywhere. It you have to, to take a right. And, exactly. You have to end at Nemo. Every other place you can walk by it. You have to be going to living with the seas in order to go to Nemo. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do think people just bypass it because it's not on the way to world showcase. Mm-hmm. It's not on the way to future world. Um, do you want to do Soren or Nemo? You're going to choose, you're going to choose Soren and living with the land. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's the difference between Spaceship Earth. And I also just wanted to say, I think that the turtle talk is really sweet and uh, fun. So it's something that you should I've, at least do yes. once. So I've that's something that. that you could also yes. use a fast pass for, but yes. should you? Well, Ooh, my say. sister and I went to um, Disney for our first trip. We were wandering around. We didn't know what some of the attractions were. And so we asked the cast member out front of Turtle Talk with Crush, and he said, this is the most popular show at Disney World. Huh. And we were like, oh, then we we need to see this. So we went into Turtle Talk with Crush and a number of toddlers <laughs> who sat on the floor, and we watched Turtle Talk with Crush, realizing that guy had a bit of fun with us. Uh, because, <laughs> because it might be popular, but there's no way that we ne- really needed to see it. But as a kid, right. it's super cool. And, and it was very, really very cute. cute. Yeah. Yes. It's very well done. Watching your kids watch yes. it was really like yes. especially yeah. two and three and four when they believe. Oh, they yes. they believe. Yeah. Oh, that was sure. so sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? Totally Turtle Talk. Turtle Talk is definitely I'm not I'm not gonna go as far as to say it's worth a fast pass. Right. Yeah. But it's if you're if you're going to Nemo, stop a Turtle Talk. Well, yeah. and I feel like Turtle Talk uh, those shows happen so frequently, right. just yeah. over and over and yeah. over again, that you, you know, if you do, if you aren't getting into the next show, if you wait around fifteen minutes, you're going to get into the next yeah. one, right? And waiting around and living with the seas is far better than waiting around in other spots, right? Yeah, the whole the seas pavilion is, yeah. Um, yeah. There's so much to do and see in there. I love watching the seahorses. Mm-hmm. Have you watched oh, yeah. those? Yeah. They just like yeah. watching them. They'll just so be so um, still, and then suddenly they just like get it. They just move so quickly and they just dive. Yeah. So I like, I love watching the fish. Absolutely. Speaking of fish, then this is a good segue. So my uh, second do not use a fast pass for is Nemo as well, uh, except it's in Animal Kingdom and it's Nemo the Musical. Um, full disclosure: this was uh, my number two favorite show. Uh, I love it. Um, the musical soundtrack is great. I am a Broadway nerd. Full disclosure, I think it's very well done. It's got oversized puppets. They are beautiful. Um, but it's a giant auditorium, um, big benches. You do not need a fast pass for it. No matter what time you show up, you're getting into the next show. Well, everything's huge too, Every, right? Yeah. Like with with those big puppets, um, it doesn't matter where you're yes, sitting. You can yeah, see absolutely. everything. Yes. Although I have heard that a great spot is, I want to say by this, like the sound booth. There's like a booth right in the oh, center, yeah. Yeah, and I've yeah, heard sure. that it's great if you can kind of get a seat there to watch what they're yeah. doing. If, like you, theater nerd, like yeah. love to kind of watch how that works. But yeah, you definitely, I don't think this is a good use of a fast pass. No, I think it gives you uh, like closer priority seating. priority seating. So you get closer to the stage, but you're right. The puppets are so huge yeah. that you, you know, you could be in the very back row where they never seat anybody. Although, you know, I think we have sat you know, three or four rows down from the back row, it's still a great show. You still get to see everything. Agreed. Do you find yeah. kids can still yep. see? Absolutely. For sure. And I was also going to say, like, a great um, reason for the Nemo, it would be you got young kids and they're tired. Uh, it's air-conditioned. It's also the the way the auditorium sets up, you can leave quickly, go yeah. to the washroom, come back. it is 40 minutes long. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's yeah. a decent length. But if you've got young kids... 
um, even just to get them out, um, or, you know, somebody's going to the washroom or anything like that. It's a very great layout for mm-hmm. that. It's very family friendly. I mean, everything in Disney is, I but do this find is their, so. their lineups can be a little confusing when you line up, which one is the fast pass, which one is the standby. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, because so it's I, a bit of a narrow path in between kind yes. of like where you're walking from Asia towards uh Dino Land, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So it's a it's a bit of a bottleneck and they and they try to spread these two lines out, the standby line and the fast pass line. And uh you're right, it is a little confusing to know which one is which because they walk the off in different line. directions. Um but you know it's it is a a huge theater the capacity is is massive and again it's one of those um it's one of those things that yes you should kind of plan for for when you want to see it because there are only five or six shows yeah. during mm-hmm. the day and they happen kind of on the hour when uh when the shows actually start so it's not the kind of thing that you can just walk by and go oh maybe i should uh maybe i should see this you might luck out and be close to a time um but if the show just started 10 minutes ago, you're going to be waiting 50 minutes for, for that. Yeah, absolutely. Showing. Definitely grab a, a times map when you get in at okay. show times and uh, plan your day around it. Cause I definitely think it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Just not for fast pass. Now yeah. with kids, I, I, I don't know. Cause, um, cause we don't have kids, but um, if you, if you have a fussy toddler, uh, can you go out and come back in to your spot? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So like it's honestly, it's one of the best, Unlike other scenarios, we talked about, you know, the, the American Pavilion with the, the kind of the theater seating there in Epcot. Um, this is a very open, uh, big corridors to get strollers through. Uh, you can, as I said, the washrooms are just around behind, so you can kind of go quickly and come back. Um, I've had to do that on numerous occasions. Yeah. Uh, and so it's very, honestly, it was a great experience. I thought it was, it's a really well done show, but it's also, um, there's something about it that feels like if your kid needs a tantrum, if your kid needs a little nap in the stroller, um, it's such a big space that you don't feel like you're interrupting other people. I'm pretty sure I was nursing at one point. I believe so. I think it worked well. Yeah. It's dark enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah it was, it's, it's a good space. It really is. So definitely if you've got younger kids, uh, check it out. But if you've got kids who are into music or you yourself are, it's great. But definitely not a fast Do pass. Do not use a yeah. fast pass. No. Yeah. On on that note, I'm going to say um, move over to Hollywood Studios and talk about their shows. I don't think you need a fast pass for the shows uh, here, specifically um, the Frozen Sing Along uh, and uh, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, or even Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Um, the, these are kind of like the other shows that we've mentioned, where you'll really only have to wait the duration of the run of the show. Uh, so if you have that times guide, you know, maybe get in, get into line about 10 minutes before. Uh, but again, tons of seating, no bad seat in the house. Um, and you just are not going to save the same amount of time that you would getting a fast pass for a popular ride. Yeah. It is just priority seating there as well too, yeah. right? Where the fast pass just kind of gets you a little bit closer to the front and center. Um, but you know, with little kids, it's, Front and center is is good because kind of everything's big, but it's it's meant to be seen from mm-hmm. a little bit further back, mm-hmm. kind of where your in. standby line uh, starts to fill in, anyways. So uh, there are so many other options that you could use fast passes for, especially at Hollywood Studios now that they now that the tiers have changed. Uh, so the tier one fast passes mm-hmm. uh, currently are all the Toy Story Land rides, uh, and in tier two. 
you know, if you have younger kids, you're probably not going to use fast passes for uh, Tower of Terror rock and roller coaster, but there are other things that you can use it for. I would say Fantasmic is not yep. a bad use of a fast pass Absolutely. when it comes to a show because I don't I don't know if you guys have ever gone for standby, uh, but between fast pass seating um, and the dining package seating, we were seated so so far, and I think we showed up about half an hour early. Um, but we were so far over on the, the farthest side, um, and it was okay, but you definitely get a different view of, um, Maleficent, um, and you have your own screens, but if, if you have a fast pass to use and you're not really sure what to use it on, I don't think Fantasmic is, is the worst thing to use it. You'll get a little bit better seating, um, if we're talking shows. Yeah, definitely kind of, uh, seating that is, uh, set like you you're kind of guaranteed to get seating whereas with the standby um you know the fact that fantasmic has the dining package and uh fast pass seating you never know as a standby person whether you're going to get a seat that's anywhere close at all or if it's right along the edge also you might get uh the one time we had a fast pass we didn't know where where we t- should go. So we, um, oh, this was our honeymoon. So we did have happily ever after buttons on. Yeah. But we asked a cast member, we, we said like, where do we go? We have fast passes. We're not sure what the seating is. Um, and he's like, oh, uh, you can come sit right here. And we were in the Mickey section. And so he lifted up a rope and there were about, I don't know, was it four or so rows? Yeah. That they kept roped off that had the like center front view um, like just right in the middle. Uh, and we didn't, they, they only let a few people into this like VIP seating. So we weren't sitting next to anybody. Ryan had his camera. So he had just like the perfect setup, perfect view. Um, so I'm assuming it was just like, we saw a couple other like little kids, um, that were let in, but I think it's just a section where it's pixie dust. Like they just kind of invite people in. So I'm assuming it's because we had our buttons on. A little they knew extra we were, magic. Yeah. We're celebrating something. But anyway, get a fast pass. Ask the cast member where you're supposed to go. <laughs> and maybe. I don't know, maybe. But yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I remember about getting a fast pass. So And I remember us rushing to make the last frozen sing along before oh. nap time and us not having a fast pass and somehow squeezing in. And we were like the last four seats on the first row. And it was wonderful. Yeah. The yeah. kids had a great time. Like we could see almost everything. I yeah. mean, it just the angle was a little off. But again, my four and eight year old at the time uh, did not care. They loved yeah. it. They had a great time. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to head over to Epcot. Uh, and one that's a little bit surprising, or there's actually two options that I'm going to recommend you don't use a fast pass for. And they are both in tier one at Epcot. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. Normally, tier one attractions are the things that everyone wants to uh, wants to get. Um, you know, we mentioned at uh, Hollywood Studios, it's the Toy Story Land attractions. Um, you know, and at Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom, it's Pandora, the the ones that you absolutely want to use a, your tier one fast pass for. But at Epcot, there's actually a, like five different things that you can use your tier one fast pass for. Uh, and the two that I recommend you don't use your fast pass for are Illuminations. 
and the uh, the meeting greet, uh, the meeting Disney pals at the uh, the Epcot character spot. I think that's more of a recent. Was that not a more recent change? I like think they was, added it to the tier yeah, one. I think it was moved up in the last year. Yeah. the The problem with with both of those, uh, obviously, for Illuminations, you get a nice VIP viewing area, but at the same time, the World Showcase Lagoon is enormous. Yeah. And Illuminations was designed to be seen from all around mm-hmm. the World Showcase Lagoon. So really, there is not a bad seat in the house. Yeah. And you have 1.3 miles yeah. around that lagoon to find a spot for you and your and your family. And sure, like if you're not going to kind of stake out a spot uh, maybe 20 or 30 minutes before the show starts and you've got younger kids... Like walk to the back of the, or walk to the other side of the of the laneway and put your kids on your shoulder. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to block anybody no. with that view from behind, but you'll still see everything quite clearly. Um, and for the characters, you know, it, it's not so much that uh, that the lineup is short through the day because the character spot is pretty. Uh, you know, it can get long uh, for the standby line. But the reason why I recommend you don't use the fast pass for it is because you have three top tier attractions that you really should be using that fast pass for. Uh, you've got Frozen, uh, the ride, and you have Soren around the world, and then you have Test Track. And you only get one tier one fast pass. You should probably be using that fast pass for one of those three attractions mm-hmm. because they will absolutely have the longest lines of the day at Epcot. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And yeah. I would even say if you're going to use for one of those three, maybe even narrow it down to one of those two is in Frozen and Test Track simply because yeah. Soren's got a little bit more capacity of people. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, totally agree. And you could, you could do Frozen, uh, the characters, or uh, Soren first thing, yeah, and and do it with minimal weight. Yeah, if you can uh, but, rope drop. But test track, uh, there's something about that ride that continues yeah. to have long lineups. Yeah. Even their single rider line sometimes is uh, upwards of 25 minutes. Yeah, it's often more. Yeah. It's longer than it says. Yeah. Yeah, so. I've seen this the single rider line be 45 or 50 minutes easily, wow. um, and that's you know. We, we enjoy uh, Frozen in the morning and then La Halle in France for mm. for breakfast. Yeah. Because those are the two spots that will open before the rest of the world showcase. Um, so we've gotten on that with minimal weight. And then after that, we get to have a delicious pastry. Yeah. Walk over to the other side yeah. of, the, of the lagoon. Yeah. and Well, you've earned it by the time you've walked over oh, to the other side of the yeah. lagoon. That <laughs> yeah. is, you feel it. At the end of the day, you feel those yes. 1.3 miles. You yeah. absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, it's not so bad from Norway to to France. You're you're not quite halfway across, but uh, but yeah, it is still pretty lengthy. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, rope drop. You can you can have your pick of which uh, which of those tier one attractions you want to get to. Um, and of course, you know we we do have this uh, uniquely yeah. Canadian perspective for the podcast. So uh, obviously, our Canadian content for the uh, for the episode. We're one hundred percent in agreement that you should never use yes. a fast pass for the circle vision in the Canada Pavilion. Because we're living there. Yeah. That's we, right. That's we right. don't need to see That's it right. because we live it every we day. We see Mounties all the time yeah. Yeah. on the yeah. street just running on their and horses. Martin Short, right? Martin Short yeah. for sure. And every every location throughout the, the country that, that you see in Circle Vision, <laughs> uh, you should have already seen yeah. as a Canadian. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Lots of snow. Yeah. And ice, right? Yeah. right now yeah i actually thought it was a, a great video but 
you can't even get a fast pass anyway. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. You can't. Yeah, it's one of those false fast passes that, uh, you know. Yeah, if somebody's I, on eBay selling you a fast pass for that, uh, yeah. don't yeah. fall for you it. You know it's a scam. Yeah, that's right. That's, how, that's a good dupes. test for a good travel agent. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's it. I think that's, uh, you know, a good list of fast passes that you absolutely should not use. Um, you should not book these fast passes. If you don't have to. If you don't have Sometimes, to. Sometimes, yeah. You know, that's that's your choice, but or that's all that's left. Um, but yeah, try. Yeah, and that would be a good segue into make sure you're booking at the, at the 60 yeah. day window because you do have a lot more opportunities and availability of the 60 day window or the 30 day window mm-hmm. when you're off property. Yeah, because you're right. The closer you get to your travel date or to your, you know, the day you're going to the parks, you might end up with a, a Nemo and a Illumination fast pass. Yeah. Absolutely. But, you know, um, you know, as a as a little tip. If you do end up stuck with one of those fast passes because you can't book something else, uh, if you check closer to the day or even the day of, uh, you never know what things may have may have opened up. So we always recommend, you know, if you've got the My Disney Experience app and, and your Wi-Fi is nice and strong and you can uh, check to see what fast passes are available. If you're stuck with a with a fast pass for Finding Nemo or you hit modify, right? Yeah, if yeah. you you hit the go to the fast pass you already have, yes. and there should be the option to, to modify. And that will bring up either different time slots for that one or what else is available. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and I've heard that sometimes people get lucky. Yeah. You never know. So people's plans trying. change. So if you can be the, the lucky person who, who snags that extra fast pass for, for something that you could really use it for, um, then all the best to you. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank you very much for, for joining us. Uh, and as always, we've been your double doubles for Dole Whips and Double Doubles. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again sometime. Thank you. Thanks.